Hello, how are you doing? Trust your day is going well. It could be morning, afternoon, night, whatever time of the day that you're hearing me. I just want to say that um, this pandemic in this period, please keep safe and um, follow all guidelines as provided by the health professionals. So, if you have not listened to my first episode of the podcast please do so uh today i would be talking about um how to scale up your business if you sell fast moving consumer goods and um with fast moving consumer goods i'm talking about um those who sell shoes bags jewelries clothes and accessories um air products books and other form of small items and uh, i'm sure that uh, you find a whole lot of those people in your network some are colleagues some are friends some are relatives and you find them and even on social media when you're on social media you see some of them some of them will try to guilt trip you or what you call emotional blackmail to buy from them and um a whole lot of other things have been done and i've looked at this this business critically and i think i have uh, a few things i think would help those who are involved in this business and i'll be sharing some of them very soon as you follow me so i've told you about the categories of products that these people sell and um, many of them are sold through social media. Like I said earlier, uh, they use WhatsApp, Twitter, Facebook, um, Facebook, Instagram, lest I forget. And some of them do one-on-one selling. Some of them will come to your offices or your stores if they can get access to these places. And many of those people, first and foremost, sell to friends and family members. They sell to friends and family members. That's usually the first line of contact which they have. And through referrals, they begin to expand their customer base. So, I know uh, because my sister, my blood sister, also sells jewelry. So, I know some of the challenges that these people go through on a daily basis in trying to scale up their business because um the business most importantly it's about volume your profit is tied to the volume that you can push so if i have for example i have 10 bags that i want to sell if i quickly sell those 10 bags in let's say two days i can use the money to restock and also sell in two days so my the turnover with my quick turnover i can also i'm guaranteed better profit but if i have 10 bags and it takes me a month to sell capital is tied down and at the end of the day when the profit comes in it's going to be spent is usually and in most cases spent on frivolities so it's important that um, you listen to some of the things i'll be saying so as to help you to find your way to help you to improve on your business processes and possibly also get more customers into your network. So, why are you not selling? That's one question 
that oftentimes when people ask me, okay, I have invested X amount of Naira into my business. Why am I not selling? So first and foremost, one of the things I've also noticed is that um, when many of those people start, um, they start, sometimes they start because they had, um, they had um, some free money or they had some free money given to them and they were think they didn't know what to do with it at that time so they just thought let me use it to buy certain goods and um, sell to a few friends and afterwards they it becomes a permanent business for them so, which is very good but the challenge is that the challenge which i've also noticed is that a lot of thought wasn't put into starting the business so many times as they go on in the business many begin to figure their way out they begin to try to understand the business so if you had put a lot of thought into the business you would have identified what people would buy what will sell the most so for example and when you're starting out it's important that you start out understanding your network your primary network those are your friends and your family so for example if the people in your network if the highest person in your network is earning hundred thousand there and you are selling a weave a female weave of eighty thousand there the chances that you will get somebody to buy from you that will pay you instantly or that will pay all all the money instantly is quite slim so you need to understand the earning capacity of the immediate people in your network then if you have decided that you're not going to sell to people in your network that you want to sell to a particular type of customers that are not around you then you will also need to change your network you might need to change your association people that you associate yourself with and you will begin to scale up your own personal brand to match up with those who you are targeting but usually what is mostly common around here and judging by those who have seen the most is that they start with their network people in their office people in their church people on their streets so they want to sell to those people and like i said earlier it's important that you understand the earning capacity of these people first thing secondly you understand the taste of these people it's one thing to buy a very beautiful bag is another thing that the people you are targeting don't even like bags for example it's very very possible that they don't like bags or they don't like the kind of bags that you have bought and many of the sellers live in the bubble of buying things that appeals to them primarily especially ladies you are buying fashion items that appeals to you forgetting that you're not the one who is going to buy the fashion item you are selling to people so it's important that you understand what is peculiar to the people that you are selling to when you understand that oh the people you are selling to can afford oh can afford items between the range of an example 10,000 to 15,000 good so 
in items within that range what kind of shirts what kind of bags what kind of sandals what kind of shoes what kind of accessories does this person like now you have to be you have to go a bit deeper into targeting what kind of accessories do does this person like so you might need to drill down the kind of customers that you want to sell to then if you don't want to do that and you want to appeal to a mass kind of customers then you also have to be fluid and flexible in your purchase pattern so that it appeals to more a varied kind of customer set you have to be fluid in that kind of thinking then also for number three i would say that as your customers when you get customers it's important that you also follow up with your customers and when i mean follow up now i'm not talking about follow up in terms of customer service alone i'm talking about follow up in terms of their growth and taste so if you sell fashion items most especially because that's the core of what i'm talking about is sell fashion items see there are about two or three categories of people in the fashion item industry number one people would still don't have it fashion taste or a style taste they are still trying to find their way around oh what will suit them the second people are people who know what they want to wear but cannot afford it at the moment number three and and that number two can be divided into two some of those people would go for imitations of some of the things that they can afford we go for imitations of some of the products that they look to buy in the nearest future so for example he sees um, an original nike shoe and the original nike shoe he wants to buy is sold for eighty-six thousand naira. but he sees one that is made in china or thailand or indonesia and is sold for twenty-six thousand naira. he can afford that he, some of the number two category of customer would likely buy it a, a category would likely buy it another category are those who know exactly what they want the brand that they want to buy and they are particular about brand names and being original and authentic those ones will wait for you for them to have the money to buy that fashion item that's number two then for number three those are the ones that have defined their brand or defined their tastes and have the money to buy it so Understanding these three categories of people should also tell you by now the category of people that you have been selling to. And if you understand this category, it would also help you to strategize your business to meet these needs accordingly and appropriately. So let me quickly mention certain things about the number two customers. For the ones who already know their style or their taste and don't know how um, and don't have the money to buy them at the moment those people if you can offer them a thrift kind of payment or a payment where they pay instrumentally you might also be able to capture them because they already know what they want to buy but they cannot afford it so it wants to buy a shoe of 86,000 naira, but it wouldn't mind a structured payment of three months for example that will allow him to pay that six thousand there if you have the capital 
to cater for these kind of customers, I think you should go for them. That way, because he can do that, he is likely to introduce you to a friend in his own network who would also be interested in such an offer and you will also be able to provide this offer to such a person. So like I said, it's important that you understand the journey or the stage at which the people that you are selling to are. Another thing that is important to understand is that when you start selling to a particular customer, let me say he was in the university. So at that time, he was doing more of casuals. He was doing t-shirts, jeans, chinos um, for guys for ladies he was doing jeans also tops and um, slippers sandals you understand those kind of dressing that peculiar to students when this person leaves the university and gets a job he begins to dress more corporately or more business casual if you are fluid in your thinking you should also be ready to cater for that person because the truth is immediately he leaves is the chance that his taste might his taste changes and it might not he or she might not be able to come back to you so on what i'm basically saying is that at every stage of your customer's success match it before they get to that stage, be there waiting for them. So, if you have 50 customers, and don't forget, I, when I take teachings and I talk about this, I always tell entrepreneurs to know the amount of customers they have, loyal customers, the ones that are very loyal to their brand and to their business, then follow through with them. Understand each customer specifically. It's very important. So, if I know that I have 50 customers who regularly buy from me, out of the 50, 30 of them are students. 20 are in the working class. If out of those 30 students, 10 just got jobs, and I didn't used to sell, um, I didn't used to sell shirts before. Shirts, and I mean shirts, and I'm talking about business shirts, either for men or for women or corporate gowns. Those clothings that you could wear for business meetings. If I didn't used to sell them before, now is the time to begin to make inroads into selling them. Because if these people who have been loyal to my brand consistently buy from me, I have an opportunity also into their new network that they will be making in their new place of work or assignment. So, it is from you understanding the growth of your customer that you know the next thing to do in your business. So, also, if you think that you could... Um, if you think that there are other services or products that you could sell that will interest these people, add them to your portfolio. It's very, very important if you want to scale your business. You can't consistently be dogmatic about what you want to sell because your customers are evolving and it's cheaper for you to move along the curve with those customers than getting new customers. I repeat that again. It would be cheaper for you to move along the curve with those customers than getting new customers. So, I would implore you that you move along with your customers and that will come from the place of understanding your customers i've also highlighted that 
for you to scale up your business, you might also need to look at the way your customers pay for your products or services. You might also need to look at that. And like I said, all this will come from the place of understanding who your customers are. Also, as your customers begin to evolve, how do they buy? Some of them will like and um, good enough, we are beginning to have good infrastructures for delivery businesses. Some of them would like things to be delivered to them. Before, when you start your business, you could be the one going to their houses to deliver, taking the clothes there. But now, as they evolve, it's important that you ask them questions. How would they like to buy? How would they like to buy? And how would they like to pay? I cannot but consistently emphasize that if you are in the line of business of sales of selling things you have to consistently build your network because unlike the service sector where certain things can easily distinguish you with sales you're not the only one who is selling a gucci bag you're not the only one who is selling good earrings your customer service might be top-notch but don't also forget that you are not only fighting um, the competition is not just about customer service. Sometimes it's about pricing also. And there are a lot of factors that moves where customers buy. There are a lot of factors that changes what people buy per time. So it's important that you are fluid in your thinking and you understand those that you want to sell to. I We consistently place emphasis on that point. It's important that you are fluid and you consistently understand those who you want to sell to. So, what are the opportunities to scale up your business? Some of them I've mentioned, but I will light them all over again. What are the opportunities to scale up your business? So, if you were into selling ready-to-wear items, jeans, tops, and etc., or, or jewelries, shoes, and bags, many of time, many at times. Many people who are in this line of business uh, buy them in wholesale prices. Um, some of you buy from Alibaba uh, and Co. and etc. But you understand what I'm talking about now. Many of you buy from some of these foreign sites and you sell to people down here. I would think that if you want to scale up your business, some of the things that you can begin to do now is to begin to look at local vendors who of who fortunately unfortunately are quite obscure but make very good quality products so for example um there are people who make ready to wear gowns i've seen some of them on instagram corporate ready to wear gowns you can have a sort of partnership with them you have a customer base the person probably also has a customer base but you can begin to aggregate you can that way you are becoming an aggregator you know where you can get good pieces of items that will interest your customers locally and you won't have to wait for a a particular number of days for them to be shipped down here so you make an arrangement with those people and they produce specifically for you based on specification and based on what you know about your customers and you sell to them i would believe that you are likely to also make more profits from doing this than from importing which you have been doing did you get that point become an aggregator work 
form a collaboration or a partnership with people who are into Andy Works and can locally produce for you some of these items that you used to import. You, because you have a higher taste board or because you know your customers better, can specifically direct them on how to achieve what you are working towards. Also, you might also need to extend the chain of your business. Extending the chain, the value chain of your business. So if you were into shoes before, you were selling just shoes, do you think that if you add belts to your business, because it's, it's still leather work, if you had leather work bags, it's still leather work. So you might consistently need to extend or improve on the value chain of your business so that you keep your business fresh and you keep your value proposition consistently appealing to your customers. That way, you are also guaranteed sales and profit. So, if you sell clothes, for example, I'm still talking about um, what opportunities do you have to scale up your business. If you sell clothes, for example, which I think is the most common business that I find around me, and you also have a high sense of style, is it not, don't you have an opportunity, don't you see an opportunity in scaling up your business to become a stylist? So you could become a personal stylist for some of your customers because also I would believe that some of your customers are already evolving. That way you could begin to advise them on what and what to match. Don't forget the three categories of customers that I said earlier. For example, if you were privileged or fortunate to take a customer who has not been able to identify his style and you were able to help the person identify his or her style, you have a higher chance of that customer remaining loyal to you for a period of time because the customer will feel that you understand what he or she likes to wear and how he or she likes to wear them. So, it is also in all those things that you can retain your customer. You can ensure retainership of your customer. And it's important that you also get more knowledge. So if you sell shoes, if you sell bags, if you sell weaves and all these other products, it's important that you understand how these products are made. Beyond just selling them, understand how they are made. Understand the fabrics that, they are, that, that, that was being used in the process in the process or how the fabrics that was being used in making the clothing item that you sell the shoes understand the process of making that shoe that you sell just don't sell understand the nitty-gritty of what you sell because you will come across customers who would ask you why should i buy this over this why is this expensive it is in these explanations that you make that shows some of them that you understand what you're doing and you have a purpose for doing what you're doing. Don't just sell. Understand what you are selling, why you're selling it, and to whom you're selling it also. If you understand all this, it will help you 
to fashion out how to sell it. I've made a lot of valid points and I hope that you listen to some of the, the things I've shared here. You have your pen and your paper and you are writing them down. Should you have questions for me or you would like me to do a business diagnosis for you to scale up your business and to improve your sales targets, please feel free to send me a voice message or send me an email at send an email to okpayemioshilojo at gmail.com you can follow me on social media on twitter and facebook at jospimo jospimo is spelled j-o-s-p-i-m-o until when next i share on this podcast please stay safe and see you next time thank you